it's a wonderful thing. This is the new standard this living podcast. New standard living podcast. Infuse more Where we talk about action, vulnerability, and awareness. What is happening, everybody? Welcome to the new Standard Living Podcast. My name is Mark Leach, and I'll be your host. Just wanted to sign on and say what's up to everybody. Wanted to come on here and uh, talk about something specific, but didn't really, couldn't really conjure it up. (laughs) So, um, but you know, I uh, thought I would just, you know, stick to the basics of what this podcast is about and talk about action vulnerability and awareness you know it's my philosophy that um those are the three things that bring us the most reward and um kind of uh just that like life revolves around those things you know like uh you know like so so one thing did come to mind right before i started was um started this episode was um the quote the uh the smallest good deed is better than the grandest intention and uh and i think that's um kind of like the heart of um you know, the action that I'm, that I refer to not only in the intro of the podcast, but in, um, in what I mean by taking action, you know, and, uh, it's like, it does seem like the people who just do what they can with what they have, like not only turn out to be like happier people, but it's, um, you know, they, they end up getting rewarded more in life. And I do, you know, I do, I do like that Bible, Bible verse that says that, um, here, I'll look it up. Uh, I mean, it basically says that like those who are given, those who are responsible with little are going to, will be given more. And, um, and I just really like that, you know, I like that, uh, you know, I mean, it almost just speaks to discipline and stuff, but Um, you know, I think, I think we're all, you know, guilty of having like grand intentions and stuff, um, grand plans, but it's like the step that you can take right now that really matters, you know? And, um, anyone who's been to a third world country can, you know, can attest that 
you know, the people there with so little can be just as happy with or with what they have than people who have, you know, seemingly everything in the world at their fingertips. And, uh, it, you know, it's interesting when you see like a group of kids like playing with, you know, a soccer ball or something. And, um, at least in my experience, you know, even, I mean, even like visiting Italy, we would go, we went to this like kind of poor town. Um, what, and we ended up just playing soccer with them, you know, and it was the same as in Mexico where those, those are like some, like for real ghettos and um it did seem more like their joy in that moment was um like a foreigner you know someone like someone they've never like uh you know i hate to say race but it's just like they they never seen someone who looks like that and they're like spending time with them and like experiencing the things that they enjoy and those you know even though you know even though you knew they were hungry and we were there to you know we were there like on a missions trip to like bring them food and water and just to minister to them that uh they i mean and so you knew you know you know they're hungry and you know they're you know they're gonna go home and you know they're gonna have like a tough life but whatever seemingly tough life but you get to experience this like otherworldly joy you know you're just like wow you know it and it's super cool when you meet someone you know you know like if you're here in the states then you know you you kind of meet like a really free soul who can exude that type of joy um and almost chooses not to be distracted by you know the wealth and success of everyone around them and they just kind of do you know what they can with what they got and they just you know enjoy like almost every moment you know and so i you know i think you're blessed if you know you've met people like that and, um, and, uh, it is, you know, I, I'm pretty sure I mentioned this, um, a couple episodes ago, but there's this thing where, you know, if you're in all of this momentum of like the hustle and bustle and it's hard to like take a step back away from like your worries and troubles then when you meet someone or you get to hang out with someone who you know exudes joy who you know is smiling and very genuine and um it's almost like you know if they were a tree and these things that they exude you can almost partake 
partake them as if they were like fruit from the tree, then um, it it's just it's just like a like a almost like I. <laughs> Um, I like to think of it like as a divine, you know, thing going on. And, uh, you know, in the Bible, it says that, you know, there's like fruits of the spirit. And um, I feel like, you know, I've tasted that in like a quite, you know, quite a bit of people that I, uh, I've met. And what's even better is that or, you know, what, what makes me really convinced on it is, you know, when I try and put language to it, it's like that person gave you permission to be joyful and, you know, be happy. And, um, you know, I just think you should like really cherish those people, you know, like, for you know in my life if they're doing an endeavor it's just like i just try and support them you know like in any way possible nowadays it does seem more like social media <laughs> but you um you know if i could ever like really see them in person again then it would just kind of like try and like pour love on them and stuff but the uh the people who you know w- I think, I think people who like, you know, try and stay disciplined and work towards success, um, and stay joyful and happy, you know, that's, well, what, what I was going to say is like people who stay disciplined, it seems like, um, you know, another type of fruit that you can partake in. And, um, one of my favorite parts of it is that if you haven't experienced that in a long time, a lot of the times we experience a permission to like step into those things. And, um, and it's almost like action of the spirit, you know, or maybe like action of the heart. But, um, yeah, so I just like really appreciate those types of people and I just, uh, you know, if you can, I mean, if you want to look it up, like there's, you know, in Christianity, there's like nine fruits of the Holy Spirit and, um, and it's just been super rewarding, you know, like for me since I've like embraced it and, but um, yeah, so I just wanted to, <laughs> you know, just relate it to like what this is about, you know, just like, um, you know, staying in action and embracing your vulnerability and, and you know, spreading awareness or gaining awareness, you know, it's like, it's all so intertwined um it and it does seem like if you if you can't do something with you know 
all three of those things. Like if it's just about, you know, if it's just about vulnerability and awareness, then, and you can't take action on it, then it's just like, I don't know. It's either like go and try and take action towards those things or don't, you know, I don't know. I kind of stop wasting your time, but I feel like we're all just, uh, you know, guilty of like running like on a, on a hamster wheel in certain aspects. And it's just like, well, if we just like took a step, you know, a little step here and a little step there, like little baby steps, then we'll get like way farther than, you know, um, than we thought, like ever thought, you know? So yeah, just, uh, yeah, wanted to come, you know, it's just, I mean, we like, I, I feel, I feel like we're like bombarded with information. So it's just like, how, how do we like find value in that information? Like, because like awareness, it's like, to me, it seems so what I learned about awareness is it's, it's like finding like a buried treasure like what what, I mean one of my favorite things is um or like shows to watch or movies are like treasure hunters right like one where there's like an app you know maybe less of Pirates of the Caribbean but (laughs) like I really like that Mark Wahlberg movie Uncharted and um I really liked Outer Banks, um, like all three seasons. Those are, it's like one of my favorite shows. And it, it does seem like these types of movies and shows seem to be like my, my be at home things to watch. Like if, uh, if I could, if I just kind of want to feel at home and, um, you know, something that'll is almost like a guarantee to like put me in, you know, not a nostalgic mood, but like, I don't know, just, uh, it's hard to explain, but I do call it my like at home state and I'll like put something on, even if I've seen it a hundred times, like, and I, like, I'll actually, you know, watch it and I'm, I've heard other people doing the same thing, but you know, tasting these, um, like treasure hunting movies and shows, you know, taught me a lot about awareness, you know, like, and also taught me about discovery and, and growth, you know, like I relate like awareness, discovery and growth, like very closely you know, and it's, uh, like you can even see it in people. Like when they learn something they've never learned, they've never known before, or 
me in particular is like hear a song, you know, as a musician and I just hear a song I've never heard before and it just like enters into my awareness, then it's, you know, again, like, like just this treasure, you know? And, um, yeah. So I just think it's really interesting when I like can observe someone else, like, like kind of getting off on things like that. And I'm just, I'll just sit back and just wonder like, is that like, are they just getting off of the awareness, you know, like this discovery of something and, um, yeah, (laughs) I just, uh, I enjoy that stuff, you know, I, um, but you know, the other side of awareness is like sharing awareness, you know, like increasing people's awareness for things. And, you know, I feel like that's kind of, well, I think, I think it's just in our genetics to do it. You know, it's, uh, it might be tied to like a primal, you know, aspect of survival. And just like, if I know this, like my tribe needs to know this or my village needs to know this. But if you're, um, and obviously if you do the opposite of it, then you just kind of become like a, you know, kind of like a psycho, (laughs) you know, like someone who, you know, just, I, I, I hate, uh, I hate I hate thinking about it, but it's just like, if, (laughs) if you've ever seen like silence of the lambs or something like that, and this, these people are just like always by themselves and like talking, you know, almost talking to themselves and, you know, only kind of only bouncing like their own awareness off of themselves and (laughs) all this stuff. I'm just like, God, it just will put you in such a bad groove in, <laughs> in life. Like it's so, you know, all this negative stuff, like combining and everything. And it's just like, you know, I, hate to, you know, I hate to say it again, but it's just like, you know, in the Bible, it's just like, you know, you don't, you don't have a, the Bible says like, you don't have a, you know, you don't, you don't have a, a candle and put it under your bed. You know, you don't. You don't, uh, like all this stuff, like with the candle. And then, um, it talks about like how important it is to like share that light. Um, and like when you share it, then it's almost like a whole city becomes full of light. And then it said, the Bible says, and you can't, you can't hide a city, (laughs) you know, And I really like that, but you know, I guess all that being said, it's just like, Oh, you know, you know, if if we're human beings and our consciousness is a bunch of neurons, you know, firing and, you know, uh, type of electrical signals in our mind, then, you know, you can, you can actually say we're like beings of light. But then if you take, you know, like, um, you know, like Hinduism, like with chakras and, you know, acknowledging 
at least the seven chakras and like the you know the sacred glands all throughout the body that you know so many cultures um, acknowledged then it's like okay well at some level we're not just like neurologically beings of light but there's like some you know kind of either portal or you know some type of different spiritual you know spiritual light and then if you um i'm pretty yeah i'm pretty sure in buddhism they they refer to it more like the like christians do where you know you're just light you know we're like we're beings uh, we're we're a light you know not necessarily like a rainbow of lights but like um you know there's a there's a cool bible verse that says like the you know the eyes the lamp of the body when the when the eye is good then the whole body is full of light but when the eye is bad then the whole body body is full of darkness and how great is that darkness that's a cool i like that verse <laughs> but to me like that's kind of like awareness you know and where the like where the awareness resides seems like it's still a big old mystery to science because they're just like we don't know where memory sits like in the person like you know the mind is powerful but you know, there's so many tells that that memory is stored um, in different places. I don't want to say just the body, but like in our different minds, you know, like the, the mind of the body and the mind of the heart and, you know, the brain, the, the mind of the head. <laughs> and there, um, there's a, there's a cool like well-known book that i personally never read but i took a lot from the title <laughs> when i went and downloaded you know all of the world's best-selling books and like so i just downloaded a bunch of pdfs but that one um but the title of it was the uh the body keeps score excuse me get a little drink um and you know it it would make me think of like if someone was hurt physically and there was a situation that arose in front of them and they just almost instinctually would be like either hypersensitive towards it or fearful somehow but um and they just wouldn't know why you know or you know maybe if they didn't even if they did know why in the split second why they're in fear it you know it just speaks it just speaks a lot to that the body does you know really does keep score in a way and um 
So, you know, if, if something comes into your awareness, you know, like whatever you like touch the stove when it's hot and then, or like, let's, let's say it was like a child and they didn't know touching the stove was hot and nobody was there to correct them when they did it. And then they touched the stove and they learned all on their own, you know, that, that the stove was hot. Then it's, um, it does seem like it's more stored somewhere in the body because the, uh, like for a bunch of reasons, but on the other side of it, it's like the brain seems like it's more, uh, it's job is to like scan and to, um, calculate, you know, like we use, they say we use 10% of our brain and I'm just like, uh, it seems like we use 10% of the mind of as the mind of the body, meaning like your gut intuition, your physical like body. So meaning like your inner body and your outer body and then the mind of your heart and then the, your actual brain. Cause your brain just seems like it's like way more of a tool or this access point. And that's, and so like, you know, learn experiencing and learning about meditation. Um, th these theories were, you know, seeming more and more validated where it's just like, you know, you want to, you want to clear your mind. You want to like calm your thoughts and be like thoughtless and be like, um, like what was the movie? I think it was the last samurai with Tom Cruise and he was learning about, um, like archery, I think in, in that part of the movie. But the guy who was training him was like too much mind, too much mind, <laughs> you know? And, um, so I really appreciated that where it was just like, okay, like, you know, um, and like, and what are the tells, you know, it's just like, uh, you know, you smell through your, through like kind of like the head, you know, I'm, I'm really like referring to the head. So it's just like, like with the head and the brain, you have like most, most of your sensory, um, uh, factories there. And so you can smell on your head, you see on your head, you hear in your head and you can feel with the skin sure all around your body but also your head and then you taste with your head and um you know even when like when you're hungry <laughs> you know your stomach sends signals to your head and says like hey we're hungry like and then said and then also sends signal like the same signals that create the hunger pain that you know you feel and so it's just like um it's just like there's too much in the world 
for you to really be thinking of, you know, like people like, and it just seems like the world around us puts so much weight on the human brain. You know, it's just, it's just like, sure. It has, it has a huge, um, role in everything. But when, you know, does like, when a professional like snowboarder is, you know, about to drop into competition, is he literally thinking of every which, like every little movement he's going to be making with his legs and his body and stuff? Or is he doing things that he knows by heart? You know, so like his body is accessing this memory from like muscle memory from and from something he learned by heart you know and i just like i love to think about how the heart has a role in everything like like it's bigger role and and sure he's using his mind like or his brain to like scan and to forethink you know have forethought about like what trick am i gonna do um, and then, and like, it, it just seems like it has this little window of, um, that, that we have access to manip or whatever that we have access to working with through the brain as powerful as it is. And that we know that it is, it's like, it's just like, man, there's a whole nother world, <laughs> you know, that. Um, you know, of just, of, uh, you know, the heart and the body, you know, and, and your gut and, um, you know, just like relating it all. It's like, how do, how do we relate it all? And instead of like, you know, putting so much weight on the brain, you know, it's almost like, you know, it's so, it's almost like there'd be like less mental health issues out there if we all didn't just, you know, if we all stopped <laughs> putting so much weight on the brain, it's just like, it's there. It's like a, it's almost a tool, you know? And it's just like, if we can just like be like, you know, be one with ourselves and our, in our hearts and our bodies and realize that we're like one with nature and with each other, then it, you know, it seems like there'd be a lot less mental health issues, but you know, it's, uh, sure. There's, there's a lot of value in like the mental health industry, but it's, you know, not the whole world, you know, it's not. And on top of that, there's so much to be said about the mental health industry. It's just like, you know, I don't know. I do wonder how many therapists would be able to admit how tip of the iceberg this whole ordeal is, you know, like, sure. There's, there's hundreds of textbooks and, you know, brilliant authors that have written about, you know, the human brain and behavior and all this stuff, but it's just like, um, 
and and you know it's super valuable when you know a therapist can help you embrace your vulnerabilities and you know just natural vulnerabilities of being a human but then it with your own personality type and stuff but at the same time it's just like if they could really step in and be the modern day shamans that they are (laughs) then they would be painting a picture of how much mystery there is about you know um the human mind and human behavior and all this stuff and uh yeah so i just you know it's just what i strive for is to kind of shine a light on all that stuff (laughs) and just like encourage people to like shine their own light like and whatever it is like do what you can with what you got you know take a little step and um you know you're just you're gonna be you know 100 miles down the road before you know it and it might not you know might not seem like that but it's like you know, you're going to be happier and healthier and, um, you know, the people around you are going are going to be doing the same, you know, they're going to be happier and healthier and partaking from your, you know, self-control and your, um, you know, discipline and, or even just your effort, you know, like this is my effort to like shine some light on, you know, where you feel light needs to be shine, you know, shining on. So yeah. Uh, yeah. So, (laughs) um, anyway, yeah. I mean, I just wanted to stop in and say, you know, some, or whatever, you know, shed some of my own light. And, you know, that's the goal for here for these solo podcasts until, you know, I can, get some guests and uh you know really you know shine a light more focus you know with more focus on you know meaning like pertaining to someone's profession and their experience and stuff but you know i'm just keeping it at the basics right now and encouraging you to you know take some action right now you know embrace your vulnerabilities and uh you know gain gain some gain awareness every day and and or you know spread awareness about something that you care about and and something that you you know you or other people can take action on and usually it's about some type of vulnerability we have you know, it's about an aspect in life that we're vulnerable to and we're just embracing it and, you know, grabbing it by the balls. So anyway, um, yeah, I hope to come on again here before the week is over. Um, I want to thank you for listening. And if you haven't liked and subscribed this podcast on, uh, whatever platform you're listening to, it would be greatly appreciated if you did. And, uh, yeah. Um, sending you love, sending your prayers, um, you and the other 8 billion people, beautiful people in this world. I hope you have a great week 
and a great rest of your day whenever you listen to this. And again, thank you for listening. Uh, My name is Mark Leach, and I am signing off. Peace out.